0: Easy, how are we, Shawnee? We're back. Where the lads are back, the lads. Yeah. So Man. Rachel, Rachel's not here this week uh, because she
1: abandoned
0: us. She abandoned us. She she abandoned us so much we must erect wrecked ahead the last few weeks. Not only did she abandon us, she abandoned the country because she is gone <laughs> to Australia. Uh, Rachel will be back soon with her uh, Women of Sport miniseries, but literally she got news very late that she was going to Australia and uh, during the week she was gone. So we're like, Rachel, we'll take over this week. We'll take over. Don't yeah, worry, yeah, Relax, yeah. Rachel. We got this. We got this. Well, she right, better be on. back <laughs> next week, John,
1: <laughs> I don't know if we can stand talking to you much longer.
0: <laughs> big time, big time. Sure, we're, 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 we're getting ready for Christmas and all the rest. We can't be running and stuff like that. Or can we? We'll be talking about that pretty soon But Eric, today, my legs are sore, man I'm a bit <laughs> sore and stiff
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> My belly's sore because I'm
0: after eating loads of chocolate But
1: let's kick on with the episode, Sean And discuss what we've been doing over the last few days We'll
0: kick on with a little switch up the tune Because the boys are back in town What do you mean you're so sore from chocolate?
1: Oh, well, no, we're recording this after dinner, and I'm after having about... Do you know the way when someone opens dairy milk, milk tray, you go and you go, I'll just have one.
0: Well, anyway, yeah.
1: seven, pe- seven pieces later, I'm already thinking about my eight. But yeah.
0: uh, I've just had dinner myself, and pretty much close to the Niners game, so uh, what's going on? <laughs> Johnny, you were doing a bit of running. I was, I was. I was back. Uh, my very first tra- trail run, so I want to paraphrase this with... What I talk about in this trail run and different experience stuff I learned, what I feel like I finally get to talk about an event, the podcast where I hit the strategy for myself pretty much spot on. Some people might be like, ah, I've done trail run longer, this and this. So normally we talk from, you know, different experiences, a fair few different things we've done. Like you've done a load of track lines, I've got a strength condition conditioning background. Today it's just pretty much this is what I learned as I was doing the the, the trail run. Uh, So the run the line trail one, uh, at Mar- uh, Dublin Mountains I did 26k on this Saturday and spoiler alert absolutely fell in love with trail running the buzz I got from this and the views and going through the the, the forest and up and down the hills and all the different terrain and all the rest and actually Christmas tree smacked me in the face which is a weird time to get a Christmas tree smell but it, it was absolutely <laughs> brilliant <laughs> I got the balls out of this that I thought I would have got when I was doing head and back challenges back in the day. So I remember doing them before and, and thinking this kind of run through the jungle, different obstacles and all the rest. Similar to like, I suppose you'd see like, a, you would know more than I would, um, like army obstacle course and stuff like that. And that kind of challenge and push yourself. Whereas when you do head and backs and run amok and all the rest, You're queuing for ages for obstacles and you don't get that up and go. You're not actually running that much. Even the 13K option, you're not really running that much. There's periods where you're running a bit and obviously sniper alley and all the rest, whereas this, this was just constant trying to strategize how you're going to keep yourself going through 26K, having to keep uh, the terrain just be like, you know, sometimes slower, sometimes faster, watching your foot all the way through. And it was plenty of times throughout this race where I was like, Catching myself and getting overconfident, which is very weird for me. Um, getting overconfident around going, you know, have to keep switched on because I, I get a little twist here and there in the ankle from hitting a certain rock, whatever it was, and be like, you know what, stay switched on, keep going, keep going. I'll talk about that strategy in a little bit and and just knowing when to pull back a bit in hills, knowing when to keep going ahead and all the rest to get through to the end. Twenty six k. I at times I felt like Rambo in the jungle and stuff like that it was absolutely ah, <laughs> uh, it was absolutely brilliant, but um. Showback, I don't like talking about this, but but it's the truth. I had a little calf injury, and I, I amplified it by having a top hat and tails at a wedding 10 days ago, as you, you'll know yourself, Eric, on the dance floor, which not the smartest thing, but it, it was all your fault, Eric, because you got extra free bottles of wine for the table, and I drank a lot of the red. So I was in a, a, a very, very good mood, and uh, the top hat just was a dancing hat, and the calf was in a rough way afterwards. do
1: so I I him. <laughs> so all of you, the first, the first time <laughs> in history, I think anyone has ever been called terrible for acquiring more free wine for the table. <laughs> that is just, that's the last time I'm doing something nice for you.
0: <laughs> well, that's the truth. So, the Sunday before the run, I had the very first time I had one of those um, backpacks of the water and the straw and all in because you need them for the mountain races. This is all brand new to me. I strapped up with that and I was like, right, long run now, pick the route, hack all the hills, see how I get on. 6K into it and the calf went poof. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. So I did no running last week and I tried to get out of my own head for, for the run on Saturday morning. So I went to a barbell workshop in, in the gym, Lane, and then I was like back to the house, rushing around, got me stuck. By the time I got down to run, run the line and registered, the first wave had already gone, the second wave was nearly gone and by the time the third wave started that the, the last three waves in long course i was still queuing up to go to the toilet My bladder was full I'm like oh i got i got a they're like last call for the long run last call for the long run and i was like i need to go to the toilet i hadn't even talked with the race or anything at this stage and i'm glad that happened because i got mm-hmm. the toilet ran the start, the, start of the race and the biggest mistake i made in the in the american four weeks ago was well, it took off too fast and it was like i checked checked in myself three miles in i was like look just keep running as fast as hard as you can, and that's it. We'll call it that started <laughs> the back of this run. And I couldn't pass myself out. I was like, okay, let's play it smart now. You have no idea how long you're gonna last. You have no idea what's gonna to happen to your legs. So just ease into it. Take your time. Stay behind the pack. Slowly catch people if you can, but just stay behind as much as you can and just see how the legs feel after you know four or five, six k going up and down hills. Like three k in, not two k in actually. I was already walking up a very, very steep hill. I remember looking at the watch going. It was uh, 11.40-kilometer pace. I was like, Jesus, this is slow. I'm going to be running for – I'm going to be out here for four, five, six hours at this pace. But, yeah, I got to the top of that, and you're jogging through. And then I get just jogging the mountains. You can see pretty much the entire city of Dublin on one side. It was a beautiful clear day for November. Unbelievably warm. It was, like, 10, 11 degrees and then next thing you know, you're going through the forest. I'm nearly getting smashed in the face with Christmas trees. And I was just deadly. And then um, 8, 9, uh, I'd say around 8K into it, you get to a crossroads. And I remember passing people out going up the hill. And I was like, Sean, check yourself. You know, slow it down a bit, go up this hill, start walking a bit. And what really turned me on to the walking was I looked up ahead and I seen someone jogging up the hill. But they were jogging very, very slowly. And I was like... I think I can go fast that person walking. So that's what I did. I walked, I power walked. If anyone's a wrestling fan and, and, and watches Stone Cold from back in the day, that's how I walk. And the arms are swinging, <laughs> the legs are flying, the head was down. I was talking to myself and I was like, right, let's go, let's go. And I'd start past, I'd pass more people out power walking than I did actually jogging on the flats and stuff. And it was like, wow. And me, myself and yourself talked about this before the podcast. In my mind on the day, I thought I was making this up. I was like, Stone Cold Mold." power walk up the hill pass people out and you're like Sean that's actually a a really popular army tactic so maybe get into that a little bit because I've talked a fair bit
1: (laughs) well no like it's like it it comes from the it all stems back to whether you call it a tactic or who developed or whatever it all comes back to endurance building and obviously if anyone's been on a treadmill and and put that incline up to 10 and tried to run it's not very long before the sweat is pumping the heart rate so the same comes for a the hill it is a hill so when you're going for the endurance and there's going to be ultra runners out there that are top top athletes and have been doing this a long time but if you're just looking to stay in the game and to do well then you have to kind of mind that heart rate up the hills you have to look after the endurance and so we especially when you're carrying bags and all that kind of stuff we'd be you've no choice but to walk up a hill and then when you have all that weight on you coming down the hill you have no choice but to go quickly so call it a tactic or call it no <laughs> choice. Um, but the idea is you you walk your ten kilometers to your point, and then you have to go to work. That's that's yeah. the idea in the military sense that you're 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 marching somewhere to fight. So running up the hills, and you get there, you're you're goose. You can't fight. So that's that's where that kind of element comes into. So whenever we're in the hills, you're always anticipating. You know, you're not trying to. You're you're judging the slopes. You're ju- judging the contours. You're trying to take the less steep steep route. So you're again not trying to burn yourself out and, and walking. And and it's exactly what you've done. We actually didn't talk uh, it's something I said to you before. If I was yeah. to tell you a tactic, I would have told you that, but I could tell you a tactic and you'd probably do the opposite just to spite <laughs> me. But it's uh I'm glad you figured it out on your own. And listen, there's just people that will take other options on the hills as well, that they'll just do a thing we call a scout pace. and So no matter how steep the hill is, for 50 steps they're gonna try and go as fast as they can run and for the next 50 steps they're gonna try and walk. Again, depends on your fitness level. Yeah, depends on how much how much training you've actually done on the hill um and that's you know there's great places to do it like Ticknock hellfire club but there's there's great hills and trails that you can actually get a run and you you've good ground underfoot that you can actually jog in and build up that stamina and and people think like what do you need i just need to be really fit you actually need a lot of lower back and glute activation stuff yes. before you go into the hills that's where you're going to find pain in the hills it's not necessarily sean can run 42 kilometers in the marathon might not be able to do twenty-one kilometers in the hills because a lower back issue, a glute activation issue. So just there's a certain element of fine tuning to a hill run, and I find that people don't kind of give it enough credit.
0: It's a different fitness. It's uh, yeah. It's almost you know a running and hill run are somewhat. It's still a different fitness, and like to your point, the legs are just. I could run forty odd k. I won't say not a bother, but at a, a slow enough pace, I I know I could even now. No, not right now, but in general, run from start to finish and not have to stop. The hills had to stop. I had to power walk. And my mind though is kind of like, if I can't jog at a certain pace, I'm gonna walk because I can power walk just as fast. So what's the point in wasting more energy jogging? I mean, even during the week, cause cause the calf, I was doing more stuff. I was doing a lot of stuff in the gym over the last two, three weeks. But I was trying to do a big condition on this up bike and even going 50 RPM, I got I could barely go two, three minutes and I'm huffing and puffing, like the heart rate's not going up, but the legs are burning the third fourth round of doing it I'm jay leg walking off and going 12 minutes on a salt bike I can't do I could run four hours but I can't do 12 minutes on a feckin' assault bike and that's very very humbling man <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm glad you chose the word humbling yeah uh, but it, that's because you've been listening to too much David Goggins because that's, that's exactly
0: <laughs> Two hours, 80 RPM I saw the video I was like bad, 50 And it was actually Because of him I was like 60 or so 90 seconds in And the legs were like Cool, you're done
1: pal You're done And I'm like Yeah I'm so It fast. is a, It's a different kind of fitness And even like for myself I've, as Maybe people don't know I got back into training Last Monday after holidays and Probably about a three month Hiatus away from training Or just casual training Unless I was doing enough To just maintain I wasn't really training But um, getting back into the pool, you know, the yeah. swimming two hundred and fifty meters, and then feeling the sweat under the rubber hat, going, "Oh, I'm actually working hard, and I haven't done this in a long time." And and getting back onto the bike after twenty minutes, I'm like, "This is this is, this is going on long enough now." But amazing how it's just starting to starting to come back quite quickly, I, a lot quicker than I would have anticipated. I ended up a lot of times when I start back, I'm like, "Oh, if I can just stick at a five thirty and just." do the junk miles but my last runs i started at a 5 30 and by the end of the ak i got down to a four minute. so i just increased right. uh you know pushing yourself but it's uh it is amazing for years when you switch or even stop if i was to go and do a hill run now i actually went for a walk yesterday morning and uh it's what reminded me i went up the hellfire but i took the steep route which yeah. is probably a portion <laughs> you know the 200 300 meter portion of the race you did and I could feel it in the lower back and the glutes because I'd done a big session on it the day before. And uh, you were due to go and do that run at that time or maybe a half hour later. And I was like, oh, he's going to be very sore
0: in his lower back and his glutes. Felt it lower back. That's Yeah, that that diamond part of the lower back, I felt that, And I was like, oh, I, I haven't felt this in a run in a, in a long, long time since since the days of uh, when us trying to do the first part and when everything just wasn't working right. Um, but that, that hill is just going to take it in the lower back. I was like, oh, slow it down now. Power walk here, and, and just keep keep going from there." Back to your David Goggins point, like this has never happened to me in a race before, and probably because I started like I was one of the last to start the long course. But I, I you obviously want to support Evan going through a race, but but that that ego part. Every time you pass someone out, it's almost like you just feel that little bit stronger. It's like Goggins says, taking their soul, but you just feel that little bit kind of like, oh, I'm still in the race, still in the race, keep going. I mean, you hear, you don't like hearing about people struggling, but when you're like, oh, Jesus, we're tough, and 8K to go, and your mind's like, only 8K to go. I'm getting to that stage, just flamming out. Yeah, just to put a flip side in this, not blow smoke up me, me backside. The Complete opposite happened to me a couple weeks ago in the marathon where you know I blitzed the first half, the second half, I had the same people passing me out and feeling a little bit stronger passing me out as, as I was sucking wind and, and walking and hobbling along and all the rest. But it's, it's just mad that, that the mindset, as we've talked about before, how you know different things just help you keep going, trying to catch that next person, knowing that as you're power walking, you're catching the next person. All in all, though. It, I, I'm, I'm hooked to trail running, man. I'm, I'm I'm hooked. that This is it. I'm definitely doing a lot more. The mountain runs and all the rest. Compared to a road race, it, obviously I'll do road races in the future, but this was just a completely different animal. I,
1: yeah, I think we did. A, I think Ozzy might have alluded to that in one of the, his episodes,
0: as yeah. Doyle, that once he got
1: into the trail running, found it very hard to get back running the roads. And to be fair, I actually don't think he has really got back onto running the roads since um, when he was describing his... Um, Escaped from Dublin, Art O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, he did it, Art O'Neill. And uh, I don't think he's really got back into the road running since. I think he just found an absolute love for those ultras through the, through the hills. Um, but it is amazing. Like you know, when you're running on a road, you're looking at a lamppost, you're looking at a ditch, you're looking at a house, you're looking at. But when you're up in the mountains, you've got scenery. You you can see for miles, and you can see a high is or someone wearing an orange jacket, and you're like, "There's someone," and then you know you you notice over the next hour because the races go on that long oh i'm after having the distance between me and them what can i do over the next you know like it's it is um it is something well how you got an hour behind them is probably (laughs) a a question you should be asking yourself to start with but in terms of races with waves it's uh it's definitely something you can uh you can use to encourage yourself along and, and push yourself on but it's um i I always think as I like, I'd go for a little run up, uh, tick knock on the pad, and I get to the top of the hill, and I'm like, Why the f- would you want yeah. to go do trail running? So, but that's the um, thing.
0: Like a week ago, a couple weeks ago, we went to, um, what's the, the name of the the, the, the heart shaped lake of Wicklow? Um, I can't think of the name of it called. It's where were we up? Something, left, like or LLM, was it? something like that in Wicklow. In, in Wicklow, there's some yeah, yeah, heart shaped sort of. Something they were arse to wind or something like that is the, it's a translation of I can't think what it what it is. Someone's probably shouting in a podcast on you idiot anyway. We hiked up that and I remember halfway up I thinking, geez, my legs are burning. Like because because once again it comes back to mindset. You know, you're, you're just thinking you gotta get to the top of the hill and you're done. The, the legs are burning. I'm struggling. I was like, gee, there's no way I could run this and then go on doing her 20k or something else. Um, but on the day you, you just find a way. Had I done that run for the first time uh like do i went saturday morning like let's say it was just normal day that race wasn't on you were doing your hellfire you dropped me off at the start of the race out in glen cullen i was like right sean go do your 26 here's the map probably wouldn't do it but I'd, I'd say 10 13k in i'm just like right where's the quickest way back to where the car is Because <laughs> my legs are done i just walk back but on the day you see someone ahead you find your catch them you pass them out where's the next person right let's just keep going and going and those things build up and stuff, and and so much. I don't keep saying it, but so, so much of it is is mindset. Uh, speaking of the Art O'Neill and different challenges, uh, and, and registration closed as of yesterday. Those are listed podcasts. So sorry about that. I have actually on Aussie's podcast. I still keep thinking about him describing Arthur Neal. I had to to register for the for the lottery and just see what happens. I probably won't get in, but it him talking about that got me starting thinking about it as probably half the reason i signed up for the the dublin mountain race it was just him talking about going through the mountain, seeing people a mile down this way a mile up this way and keep on going now to to that at that, that point the dublin mountain race that i did on saturday that I'd run the line that was marked out with flags and stuff. i didn't need to orienteering or like that unlike gareth o'neill um nearly got lost once or twice still because my mind would wander and I'm like, oh, someone just turned left here. Oh had yeah, the fly. And it'd be clearly signposted. So it's completely my fault. Like, But there were so many volunteers all over the place. The fact that I nearly got lost once or twice is it's pretty <laughs> embarrassing on my end rather than them not doing their jobs because they did a phenomenal job the way it was set up. It was really, really well done. And something I'll definitely something next year.
1: Yeah, it's uh, something I'll have to get back into. Obviously, the brain is switching now for preconditioning for an Ironman next year. So that's where we're switching so I, I I don't know if I'll be doing the Art O'Neill this Christmas I don't think the fitness is there but uh, uh, definitely we'll probably be looking at half maritons now in January I'm, I'm hoping to see if Donnelly Forrest brings back their sold half Martin
0: it's oh, sold out is it? Uh, no sorry I thought we talking about the 50k sorry. the 50k in no, February no. the World Championships is is sold out so it's half nah, you're, it. you're
1: you're <laughs> quite all, you're quite alright with that one but uh, no it's it's a half marathon I'd be looking for in
0: January I did sign up for a race this morning on the high I was last night. I signed up to uh, Quest Glendalock. I know, I do know if I said this to you in person, but I definitely said it to the girlfriend. I was like, I'm never cycling a bike again. Don't like them. Can't handle it. Don't don't like bikes. <laughs> uh, like, I'm done. Never do it. And then I was talking the Quest this morning with one of our friends, Elaine Skelly, and she was like, I really do it, love to do an adventure race. And, we, and I sent her the Seven Sisters out in Dun, um, Donegal, and next thing I know, she sent me quest and the locker. She's like, "I'll do a quest." I'm like, "All right." So we both signed up. So it was a 59k out that way. We're going to do it, and, and it's great now that I don't know anything can happen in the next month or so. But just all these events starting to come back again, and and, and having that thing to keep it going, and um, just do full circle that we talked about in terms of Christmas and and pulling back a bit, having these events and stuff doesn't mean you have to do a mad hard training sessions for the next six weeks. But having events that start next year and stuff can really help keep you going. Like, just doing little bits here and there. You don't have to do the hardest session in the world. You don't have to do hour-long sessions here and there in the gym. 30-minute session in the gym. Just getting out, doing a little bit in the road throughout December. Just have a a decent starting point for January rather than doing absolutely nothing for the next six weeks and starting from 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 below below zero do you know
1: what I mean yeah I think I'll have to sign up to Questland Lock as well believe it or not Questland Lock was the first adventure race I've done it was the first cycling kind of race I've done um it was it's really really good you start in the lakes and of course as you know the lakes sit in the basin of mountains and uh (laughs) you cycle (laughs) from the lake to the top of the hill and when you get to the top of the hill you get off your bike and then you run up another little part at to the top of the hill and right. uh, so it is a fantastic start um it, you you're really those who don't train and show up really learn how long a race is uh, after the first eight kilometers but it is it is brilliant it, it's a fantastic one it's it's a very well ran event i suppose it's the best it's and location is is amazing as well the views views are spectacular um especially on that one there's a lot of downhill as well on the bike so those who are brave on the bike uh definitely a lot braver than me my brakes to be worn on on parts i don't uh, <laughs> i don't allow myself to get to the 80 90 100 kilometers an hour that some of the cyclists get to. but um yeah a lot of people are very brave down some very steep hills um but it's uh, it's phenomenal it's, it's absolutely brilliant um, and it's a good race to sign up to it and again it's early in the year so it really does kick you out the door in january it it makes sure you get out there and you're you're looking after yourself and getting moving
0: yeah it's only 12 weeks from from when, when january starts you, you only got 12 weeks and especially if you sign up for one of the, the the longer courses it's like you said you find out in the day if you haven't trained it, it will catch up to you and it will make what should be a fun event into a, a, a long horrible horrible afternoon for you so it's one of those where you just have to train to put the get the enjoyment down at at, at the end of it
1: and the best part is instead of a swim it's a kayak so you got me
0: (laughs) you do you do all this cycling
1: you do all this running and then you get into a two man kayak with an absolute stranger who's just arrived to the lake at the same time as you and you're relying on this little bag of shit to paddle as hard as you want to paddle and then after that you haven't moved your legs in 10 minutes you, you get them? out of you get out of the kayak, and then you have to run two kilometers back, and I mean it is a waddle, an absolute waddle. You start cramping in yeah. the kayak, do you know what? It's it's comical. It is absolutely comical. You can just hear people screaming with cramp. <laughs> uh, not obviously, it doesn't happen. To everyone. I'm not trying yeah. to paint a bad picture. It's it's the likelihood of it happening to you is very minimum but at the point i was there i was obviously in the none of us really trained for this but we're here section and uh yeah there was a uh, a lot of that going on for us but yeah really really enjoyable great event and and something something to really look forward to i think it's april is it sean april 2nd
0: april yep, 2nd i think uh, it's april
1: here's should start yeah
0: yeah so there's, there's a few of them now we, we just decided if i could go glendalock because she she didn't ask Lock would you that day i think as well so i was like right We'll go with that. Probably a wise choice because the Seven Sisters is supposed to be one of the the, the, the hardest mountain races in the country. And I'm <laughs> like, <"Have there> a <laughs> bit <been> of <laughs> a dummy, girl, I probably should just go and and relax the first time I'm there rather than doing a a, a, a torturous event like that. But really looking forward to next year now and just just adding up these events. And, and to be honest, with you, it, it's all building up to the the Dublin Martin. I kind of want to get into to longer races as well, just so when I get that that mindset of 42k will Seem a lot shorter than what 42k seems now, Um, yeah. Your kind of way,
1: Um, yeah. Like, if you do a 50k or a 60k race, then what's 42? Sure, it's a a half day, really. You know, like,
0: that's that's the idea. Like, a marathon's always going to be tough, but mentally, a lot easier. And that's one of the things got me through Saturday, 26k. Was like, yes, I'm up and down the mountains to four peaks and, and all the rest. Um, but I was like, you know, I've done, I only did 42k a couple weeks ago, not the exact same. But in my mind, like I could do the distance on it. Like, geez, normally, I, 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 you know, 42 and 26 is a big, big difference. Uh, with hills or not, I'm like, oh, I've only got another kilometer to go or, or another four kilometers near the end rather than anything else. So it was just mindset again, mindset again, and just that, that, that keep on going. But good day. <laughs> good day.
1: Good day. Unfortunately, I couldn't go to support you, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, enjoy another one under the belt you're now the the long distance all-round runner out of two of us so you, you are the subject matter expert
0: for now you can keep the triathlon uh the triathlon <laughs> expert and I, i'm still happy enough not getting the water start swimming uh, kayaking and, and cycling is gonna be bad enough as it is especially how bad i am on a salt bike so i'm not looking forward to my brick training next year and hopefully i'm still on that high when i restart that training but look we'll see how it goes and we'll keep people on this podcast updated as well as keep people updated on on Rachel will be back pretty soon if not next Monday for her continuing her Women in Sports series as well.
1: Yeah, or if not just back on for a chat with us and to explain herself for abandoning us but anyway uh, we wish Rachel the best out in Australia she's going to be out there for a while she's headed out to catch up with a boyfriend who went a couple of months during COVID and she couldn't get out so we're delighted she's got out and hopefully we'll have her
0: back next week. Deadly and on that note I think we'll pretty much wrap up this episode of the Any Give Monday podcast unless you've got another question I was about to say what I meant to apply to Eric <laughs> if you've got anything else to say before wrapping it up, but considering that pause I don't think you do so with that yep. said the boys are back for one episode at least and uh, thank you for once again listening to this week's and every week's episode of the Any Give Monday podcast that's it for myself and Eric take care bye